Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Just before we go to Frank Saravelli for the horses and horse racing, Alberta, Brendan Escott's got NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing. Your local branded merchandise specialist, head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Just two other games, the Jets visiting the Blackhawks and the Blue Jackets hosting Buffalo tonight. Arizona placing forward Adam Ruzicka on unconditional waivers to buy out his contract, or rather terminate it, not buy it out, excuse me. And this is because a video of him and some illicit drugs was posted to social media. That came to light today. Flyers have reportedly opened extension talks with pending unrestricted free agent defenseman Nick Sealer breaking my heart. Uh, Jack Campbell starting for Bakersfield tonight as they open a doubleheader with the Tucson Roadrunners. Oil Kings are in Lethbridge tonight and the Golden Bears take on UBC this weekend in the semifinals. Winner of that series guaranteed a spot in the national championships. Two spots out of the West. UBC a big favorite. Alberta in a little bit of a rebuild year after making it to the national championship game four years in a row. Uh, we head off to the River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline. Daily face-off strength serve alley for the horses and horse racing Alberta. Racing returns on May the 4th at Century Mile Racetrack and Casino. For more information, visit thehorses.com. Hello, Frank. How are you doing? I'm good, Bob. How are you? Good. We just had Bill Guerin on. And... Uh, He's in an interesting situation with me. You got you got to give them credit. They have a competitive team despite the fact that they've had 14 million in dead cap space here for the last few years. Uh, they've had a competitive team this year despite having almost 40 million dollars on the shelf at one point. Jared Spurgeon, Philip Gustafson, Kirill Kaprizov. I mean, it's it's been crazy, the players that they've missed, not just in number, but also significance. And they made a coaching change. They've responded pretty well to this point under John Hines. And me personally, my own opinion, I, I think the Wild are in the driver's seat to be that eighth seed in the West. And I wonder if just because of the statistics and how well they'd have to play to get in and be that team, is there any chance that the wild if they get in could they be a live underdog in the first round yeah oh, there's no they're probably going to be a tough out or a tough team to play against at the well least. there's no i mean the, the thing that's undermined them the last couple of years is scoring depth come playoff time because they've had the toughness i mean there's i mean dean coach is a i would say Hines is a more offensive coach than dean evison evison his teams played the way he played you know what i mean he was a highly competitive player and mm-hmm. um because it is interesting. They've got Brandon Duhame as an unrestricted free agent. Uh, Maroon's a UFA at the end of this year. Uh, and they've also got Zach Bogosian, who I wonder, Frank, whether or not he might be this year's Luke Shen, where there's a bit of a run on teams, especially with the news today that a former Wild player, a guy that was actually signed in a two-way uh, with Philadelphia, Nick Sealer. It sounds like they've now opened contract negotiations to keep Sealer with the Flyers. Uh, they've had ongoing talks with Sealer for six weeks now. Um, 
I, I've been reporting that the whole time. I, I, there hasn't been a breakthrough as of yet, so certainly still available. I think part of the calculus that the Flyers are doing when it comes to Sealer is that as much as they like him and value him on the trade market, it's probably not going to be commensurate to what they think he is. I think a better candidate to be this year's version of Luke Shen would be Joel Edmondson from the Caps. Mm. I think he's a guy that has the Stanley Cup pedigree. He's slowed down a little bit, still has some size. Um, and and I, you know, I compare them game-wise. I think he's a much better version of Bogosian right now. Yeah. Uh, one thing about uh, Edmondson, he can play both left and right defense as well. He's yep. a one. And if you retain half, he's already had half retained. Right, he was at three he's at five. He's five. Yeah, right, and you, so you can that, knock him down to just under nine hundred thousand. Yeah, that would be a pretty useful way to go, Frank. A pretty useful <laughs> defenseman for organizations. I just think he's great insurance. I mean, you, yes. I, I think you can never have too many, and let alone the versatility, as you mentioned, to be able to play both sides with ease. Like, that's a proper trade deadline addition for a team you that's think, really in contender mode. What are you hearing on Dowd or Mantha to Washington as well? Uh, Dowd is scheduled to be back next week. Um, he did not accompany the team on their trip to Florida. Uh, they beat the, the Lightning last night, incidentally enough. Um, he's a guy that um, I, I think the Caps aren't sort of formally or officially in seller mode just yet, but I think you would think that they get there based on where they've been and where they are in the standings. Um, you know, Mantha's an interesting case. I think he's one of those uh, beauty is in the eye of the beholder 100%. players. Because he's had a good year, 17 goals, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, certainly a bounce back year. But this is a player that the Caps could not give away for free in the summer. They, they weren't asking anything in return. They just wanted someone to take him off their hands. Now they might be able to get something for him. I think they will be able to, in fact. Um, but he's a big guy who's clearly talented that it's not just consistency, it's work ethic. And that's the one thing that's really held Anthony Mantha back is his work rate. He doesn't he doesn't have the compete that teams would like with a frame of that size. Detroit Red Wings, his former team, have taken a step forward here. They're uh, in a good spot to make the playoffs. Something has to give, maybe for a couple perennially good teams, Tampa Bay and Pittsburgh. And then there's a younger team in New Jersey that had a good playoff run last year. Uh, didn't go well yesterday for the Devils in a multitude of fronts. They got what was Lindy Ruff thinking, though? Explain to the listeners. Well, there was a quote after the game. He was asked about the team's power play, which I think is two for 46 in their last 14 games. And frankly, it hasn't been very good since the calendar year uh, turned over in 2024. And yeah, there's been an influx of talent because Jack Hughes missed a chunk of those games. But he said that basically because reporters are asking questions about the power play that they've added quote excess pressure to players which being a media guy and having spent a long time in nhl dressing rooms on a daily basis excess pressure coming from media come on like get get serious the devils barely have one beat reporter that's around that team on a daily basis i i i don't think there's any excess pressure there but I can tell you, really watching the Devils closely, and not just on their power play, but as a whole, 
they are careless with the puck. They are casual with the puck. Their attention to detail is lacking. They're incredibly skilled, and yes, they've struggled to get saves from their goaltenders, but if they took care of the puck better, they'd be in a much better position. So it's not just with the extra man. They've got a lot of work to do to mature as a team, and and I think it's really been missing. We had a great breakdown earlier this week on Daily Faceoff Live, really diving into the details on the video with the Devils game, and you know, even getting those guys back, like Hughes and, and some other pieces that they've been missing, Siegenthaler, it They've, they're a long ways off from from being a team that even if they get in, I think is really being able to be considered a threat this year. But let's see what the next two weeks bring for the Devils. Yeah, uh, well, they need a goalie. Is it not just that simple? That would solve some of it, I think. And is the goalie playing in Calgary? Well, they tried. They've been down that path. What, were went the, down- what, what was the trade? Like, what did you hear of the pieces involved? I haven't been able to fully piece it together. I think Alexander Holtz was one of the pieces. Um, the Devils were actually open to moving Holtz last year in the Timo Meyer trade. And for whatever reason, the Sharks picked Shakir Mukamadolin wow. instead of Holtz, which I think will be an interesting referendum wow. a couple of years down the line. Um, okay. But I think there was some retained salary that really hung up the trade from the Calgary perspective. And it's now been almost three weeks since they were in that spot. It's probably a non-issue unless there's something that happens that rekindles it. I wonder if part of the calculus for the flames who you'll see this weekend um, is, is really a, Hey, can we trade the two guys that we have as pending UFAs in Hannafin and Tanev? and keep Markstrom and maybe still sneak into the playoffs as the eighth seed? Can we have our cake and eat it too? And they've been pretty scrappy. Yeah. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All right, uh, Frank, speaking, uh, what are you hearing on Hannafin and Tanov at this time? Um, look, with Tanev, there's no shortage of teams lined up. I think the Oilers have been keeping tabs on the price. And no one has been willing to pay the target price that Calgary has set to take him off their hands. Now, that leads me to believe that the Flames are in a position where they're trying to squeeze out every last drop that they can of value on the Tanev front. And... It, you know, it may get closer to going down to the wire with Hannafin. I wouldn't be surprised if it does because 
they're in a spot where they've had a difficult time drumming up a market beyond a small handful of teams. And there's not really a bidding war because even among the teams that are interested and would be uh, considering taking on Hannafin as a pure rental, they a lot of the teams that are in the mix don't have the assets that the Flames are looking for. And so I think they've really been... Um, they've been grinding on this Hannafin file to try and find something that works because everyone's expecting a big return for what should be the premier rental defenseman available. And I think they're having a hard time getting to that spot. Frank, what are you hearing on the Oilers? The Oilers are turning over lots of stones. I think they're considering lots of different options. And I don't say that to be Pollyannish. I say that because... I think they're trying to get creative. I think they are not just looking at players that are rentals, but also potential players with term. And I think they're also trying to fill multiple holes. Now, whether that can be done in one trade, whether it can be done in two, um, that part remains to be seen, but they're certainly making lots of phone calls. Frank, we have a heavy show today. Thank you for joining us in Oilers Now. Well, hopefully your uh, heaviest load is now off the book, so there, congratulations. Uh, well, there you go. Quite literally. Yes, all right. Thanks for joining us. That is Frank Cervelli for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta. Live racing returns May 4th at Century Mile Racetrack and Casino. For more information, go to lahorses.com. It is time to get to the game day lineup report for McGuire Financial. Have the right teammates on your side for your financial future. For a free financial consultation, visit mcguirefinancial.ca. The Oilers were 3-9-1 under Jay Woodcroft. They are 30 Nine and one under Chris Knobloch. Got a plus 36 goal differential, fifth in the league in goals four, fourth in the league on the power play. Evidence penalty killing has dropped from fifth to 18th since the All Star break. Connor McDavid is on a five game point streak. Uh, he's got. 14 assists during that stretch. He's also got points in his last 20 game, uh, home games. 12 goals and 48 points during that stretch. He will center tonight. It appears that they're going to keep, well, Jay Woodcroft said, Fogle, McDavid, and Hyman will stay together. Ryan Nugent Hopkins is expected to play with Leon Dreisaitl and Evander Kane, which likely means that Ryan McLeod will center the Oilers' third line. Uh... And we'll have to see what happens uh, beyond that. Would not surprise me. Could be an argument to be made at some point. Get Dylan Holloway just playing and playing well. And maybe the easiest place for him to play would be fourth line left wing. Don't forget that against a lot of the top defensemen, they get first pairing matchups against opposition's top lines. And then they also get fourth line matchups. So if you have a guy in the fourth line that can skate and hit, that could be an asset to you. Something to keep an eye on. Uh, Lee, uh, Matthias Ekholm has played 73 games for the Edmonton Oilers. He is plus 50 in Edmonton. He's paired with Evan Bouchard, who's up to plus 15 on the season. Uh, Bouchard's got 53 points in 53 games this year. Darnell Nurse and Cody Ceci. Ekholm, Bouchard, Nurse, and Ceci all playing north of 20 minutes per game. The Oilers have six skaters, including McDavid and Dreisaitl, over 20 minutes per game. Kulak and Darnay in the third pairing. Calvin Pickard starts a goal. We've given you the numbers. 6-0, 2.16 goals against average. 9-16 save percentage. Edmonton number one in the league in expected goals. Four. 
Minnesota's 15th. They're 15th in goals for, 24th in goals against, 12th in the power play, 30th in the penalty kill. Who do you need to have as your best penalty killer? Your goaltenders, and that is part of the problem. The Wild are 18th in the league in save percentage, and neither of their two goaltenders, tonight's starter Philip Gustafson or the ageless wonder Marc-Andre Furry, are above 900 save percentage. Top line, we discussed it with Bill Bill Guerin, Joel Erickson with Kirill Kaprizov and Matthew Boldy, who sniped 31 goals last year. Kaprizov, by the way, had 108 points two years ago. Ryan Hartman with uh, Marcus Johansson and Matt Zuccarello, who's owned the Oilers in his career. Zuccarello's had 79 and 67 point seasons the last two years and 25 points in 22 games against Edmonton. Marco Rossi with Jake Lucchini and uh, Vinny Letary. And then Connor Dewar with uh, Brandon Duhame, who is a pending UFA. He had 122 penalty minutes a couple years ago. And Frederick Goodrow on defense. Middleton and Faber are the top pairing. Brodine and Declan Chisholm uh, claimed from the uh, Winnipeg Jets in pairing number two. And they got Dakota Murmurs, who spent seven years in the AHL with John Merrill in their third pairing. That is the game day lineup report for McGuire Financial. It is currently... 450 in Edmonton. When we come back, we are going to talk to Jason Laliberti from New West Travel and get to Oilers Now trivia. You're listening to Oilers Now. Bob Stauffer, Brendan Escott with you and Oilers Now. Uh, we've got a road trip to tell you about. In fact, we're going to we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to bring aboard Jason Laliberti from New West Travel. Hello, Jason. How you doing? I'm good, Bob. How are you doing? Great. Um, Hey man, uh, we're just having some minor technical difficulties here on my computer. So that's uh, well, so you're gonna you're gonna maybe help educate our listeners here. We've done we've sold out two trips this year. They've gone terrifically, and one in uh, Nashville at the start of the year, one in Montreal. Forty people went to Nashville. Uh, we had an awesome time. The Oilers pounded the uh, Predators, and uh, and then sixty people went to Montreal. And we have our trip to Dallas, Texas. It is in April. Tell us about the trip. Absolutely, yeah. So we're going to go to Dallas for the third road trip this year. And uh, we're doing a last call right now. So we're about 80% sold out. So if you are thinking about coming to Dallas with us, now would be a great time to uh, book your package. And uh, so we're going to do uh, two meet and greets, one in Edmonton uh, for a launch party, and then also one in Dallas. You get tickets to the game with some options, including a tour at AT AT&T Stadium. There's a baseball game you can take in. You can go to a six- uh, floor school book depository to go see the uh, where the Kennedy assassination to all that usual stuff in Dallas. Uh, there's a, a reason why you're doing the last call as well. Does that have to do with the release of flights? Yeah, so uh, we're going to be releasing our flights on uh, on Tuesday morning. So if you do want to get on the trip at the current package pricing, um, send us an email over the weekend or give us a call Monday morning and we'll, we'll get everybody taken care of. And uh, there's also uh, a basketball game uh, that day that we arrive in Dallas on April 2nd. So Steph Curry and the Warriors are taking on the Mavs. So it uh, would be a great chance to see a future Hall of Famer as well. Yeah, absolutely. And these trips have uh, it's gone well. We've, what are we up to? About 22, 23 trips over the last 10 years? Might be north of that now. I think so. I think we're at about 25 now. So uh, it's it's been really, you know, it's gone really well. And uh, we love doing the trips with you. And uh, so, so do all the listeners. Yeah, absolutely. So, again, uh, how do people get hold of you, uh, Jason? 
So give us a call uh, at the office, 780-432-7446, or visit us online at newwesttravel.com. All right, awesome stuff. Thanks for your time, Jason. Thanks, Bob. Take care. You bet. That is Jason Laliberti again from New West Travel. And in the exclusive road trip to Dallas this April to watch the Oilers play the Stars. Again, this package includes airfare, four nights deluxe hotel, great game tickets, a welcome reception in Edmonton and in Dallas with yours truly. Uh, and you can complete the trip with a basketball game or a baseball game or an optional AT&T stadium tour. Everything's bigger in Texas, including this road trip. You can reach out to New West Travel or visit them at New West Travel. Travel.com. Uh, we are going to um, pivot here. We're going to, let, let's do this. Um, you can always text us at 780-496-0063 on the Ashley Fine Floors text line as well. We're going to get into some trivia momentarily, but uh, and we've got Leon Drysaddle coming up during the course of today's show. Reed Wilkins is going to pop by right here, right now. We're going to slide him in. Reed, I know you got the face-off show coming up, but just as we do a, a little bit of a bridge here in between the two shows today, just your thoughts on this matchup tonight between the uh, Edmonton Oilers and the Minnesota Wild. We got the Wild tonight. We got the Calgary Flames tomorrow. Ryan Nugent Hopkins back, and obviously that's a good thing for the Edmonton Oilers. Well, it's been a bit of a tough matchup for Edmonton. I mean, Minnesota, you know, over the last couple of years has been able to push the pace and score some goals against the Oilers. Uh, what was there was the six, was it did it in six, four or seven, four earlier this yeah. year. And then I know Edmonton won the next game at Rogers place. And I think played fairly well overall uh, in that game. I, you know, obviously help having Nugent Hopkins back. The Oilers were, I think, look, they're, it's an ebb and flow of the season. They're going through, I would say a bit of a slump following that epic winning streak. Now, the good news is the slump still sees them over 500 at 4-3-1, and one, but there are clearly some areas they got to clean up. And Leon Dreisaitl talked about it. They know they got to defend better, be a little bit better in front of their own net than in the slot and take away some of those chances. So hopefully that comes through tonight. Um, you know, But I also look at this Minnesota team like they've been good against the Oilers, and they have some really good players. I don't view them as an overly deep team, you know, compared to some of the other teams we've seen since coming out of the All-Star break. I mean, compare them to Boston's roster and a couple other guys. I mean, I think there are some players here you can get after if you can get the favorable matchups on home ice, too. Yeah, well, they got to get to their third pairing of Dakota Mermis oh, for and John sure. Merrill. What do you got coming up on the Faceoff show? Well, we got a lot. We got all our regular guys. Uh, Shannon is here. Uh, we're going to hear from a ton of players uh, who all talked. Nugent Hopkins, Dreisaitl, uh, Nurse, uh, Hyman, uh, all that kind of stuff. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about uh, the Oil Kings, the Condors, and the Golden Bears as well. Awesome. When we go in the system. So, uh, yeah, we've got a wide-ranging show tonight. It's going to be fun. And there, I think you're going to be on it, too. Well, you were stuck. Couldn't get anybody any better. Thanks, Reed. Uh, AJ has texted us on the Ashley Five Floors text line. He says, Bob, any chance we can get both of the Tanev brothers? Well, I do like Brandon Tanev's speed. Uh, and I do think the Oilers have looked at Chris Tanev as well. It's a good question, AJ. And uh, that question uh, is our... Uh, text of the uh, day, and a reminder, we entered into the Text of the Week contest where winners receive three months of watches at my favorite car wash, Great White Car Wash, 104-169th Street. Stay tuned for the weekly winner, uh, which uh, we award on Fridays. All right, here's what we're going to do here. You can text us on the Ashley Pine Floors text line. It is time to go into the orders now. Uh, Trivia contest brought to you all season long by Pro-Am Sports, Fan Cave, and Fan Gear Specialists. For all budgets... Uh, at uh, 
Pro-Am Sports. A reminder, correct answers for the month of February are entered to win a signed Dylan Holloway jersey. Check out proamsports.ca or visit them in the store at 127-28 St. Albert Trail. Here's the question. So I mentioned in the Bill Guerin interview that had the Oilers held on to the 16th overall pick, they were looking at Joel Erickson Eck. Uh, and I mentioned on Wednesday's show, had Edmonton kept the second-round pick, the Oilers had targeted a defenseman still with the Boston Bruins. And we mentioned this a lot over the years. So we know that Erickson Eck was the guy at 16. Had Edmonton not traded the 16 and the 33 the Islanders, who was the Boston defenseman? You got to text us the correct answer that the Oilers were looking at at uh, 33 that year in the draft before they moved those two picks in the ill-fated Griffin Reinhardt trade. There you go. That's uh, Pro-Am Sports Trivia. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kilburn. And when we come back on Oilers Now, Michael Russo, our Oilers Now headliner for Wilhawk Beef Jerky. 